following podcast may contain some adult language. You've been warned. Those of you who got an invite, welcome to NerdProm. <laughs> no matter where in the world you are, we're all NERDS International. With the hyphen. Welcome to Finding the Narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast. This is a show dedicated to the Genesis role-playing system from Fantasy Flight Games. A show in which we, your hosts, discuss all things Genesis from both a player's and a GM's perspective. I am Tony Fanning, and with me as always are my co-hosts extraordinaire, Chris Holmes and Stefan Dragonspawn. How are we doing, fellas? Stefan, I'm going to start with you today, buddy. Thank you. Uh, I'm doing pretty well, um, considering uh, this is the fourth day we've been at the con, and uh, now we're having some fun. Sweet. Awesome. Well, <laughs> I'm on bed with Stefan, so I'm doing great. <laughs> we're sharing a bed. That's yes. right. We're sharing a bed as we're doing this podcast live in our hotel room, Tony's and my, and our special guest. Oh, yes. Someone who doesn't need a tremendous amount of uh, introduction. My son, Sean, has joined us for our podcast today. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing good. How's you liking the con? Fun. Loads of fun. Yeah? Good. What do you yeah. think of your fellow nerds congos? Uh, finally <laughs> glad to meet you guys. <laughs> Good. And how crazy are they? <laughs> Not us, some, but they. Some of them are a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're being too kind. <laughs> They're a little, freaking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so there's been yeah. a lot of drunken shenanigans. I've been through an entire <laughs> bottle of maple-flavored whiskey over the last couple of days. <laughs> Thanks, Daryl. Um, yep. <laughs> Well, we helped a little bit, but not so much. <laughs> so, I wanted to talk about our Genesis games that we've had this oh, weekend yeah. thus far. I still have my Star Wars game yet today to, to run. Mm-hmm. And I have one of our listeners, a shout out to Joe Gill. Woohoo! Joe, I'm sorry, I apologize. I think when we were going, splitting up last night, I called you John. Sorry, that was fireball talking. That was fireball talking. That was completely the fireball talking. <laughs> Looking forward to you joining us in the uh, Star Wars game today. Yes, but you'll good. hear it probably in a couple days, so time warp. <laughs> so we'll assume there was a nice game that we had with you, and you had fun, and uh, we, you survived it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good. Yeah, so the Genesis games... Both you ran, Tony. Yeah, but you guys got to play in all of them. Well, freaking amazing, dude. Mm -hmm. Those were... Where do we start? I have no idea. If you do go on our our MeWe chat, I happen to have um, (laughs) took a picture of the two... The spares that Tony banked during one of the games. Right, and right. I, yeah. Yep, yep. Well, this was so, the first game that you ran. First game. Okay, so Shadow of the Beanstalk. I ran uh, mm-hmm. an adventure that I called uh, The Chrysalis Crisis, which takes place coincidental with the g- adventure that I ran for the RPG brewery show, mm-hmm. or the brewery show now, yep. um, called uh, 48 Hours Till Midnight. Right. Um, so, what'd you guys think? Actually, I wasn't in that one. Oh, that's right. You were running your own thing. You were running your own thing. Well, playing in 48 Hours to Midnight, loving the tie-in, that was great. And I played Raj Dish. 
um, a uh, hacker, clone. a runner, clone runner, clone runner, clone runner wanted to do the um, the whole net, you know, hacking a net and such like that. Pretty fun, pretty cool. That was pretty uh, pretty intense. I liked it. Yeah, I played yep. Pandora, a almost full conversion cyborg, mm-hmm. who had a really big gun and loved shooting things. <laughs> that was a great character. You, you, you cre- now you created that pre-gen. I did. I did. The, okay. I did make her with the intention of me playing her, and she was rather fun to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a couple weeks before the con, about four weeks ago, so I okay. had uh, some some of my normal players, Chris and my son Sean and my buddy Dave and Daryl. We all sat down. We did a character creation session where these guys came and helped me make my pre-gens, and then I just kind of tweaked them afterwards. Yeah. Not a heck of a lot of tweaks, just enough mm-hmm. to put some balance in there. And then we did that for both con games. So we did it one week. We did it for my uh, Chrysalis Crisis game, and then the next week we did it for my uh, Primordial Machina game. Yep. Now, I, I created Vinny the Duck with the intention of myself playing him because he... I, I was able to get all the freaking G-mods just about for him. And with that... That um, what do you call it? That mechanic, spending strain to add a little bit of a little bit of success. There were a, there was a lot there, but kudos to Harrison, who's only played Genesis once, nailed Vinny. Oh yeah, for sure, man. He played it so good. <laughs> so <laughs> Vinny's uh, uh, favor is that he signed a ten year contract to wear a. Um, like a GoPro, but it's a cybernetic GoPro. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had it. I think I had it built into its glasses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> to uh, for NBN, and so he had his own show. Uh, I can't even remember what's uh, it's the. I can't remember the name of the show, but uh, Harrison was having a great time playing the guy. He was constantly spending strain to do his G mods. Yeah, he got all that. He, was, he got all that. He yeah. was skirting the edge of the strain threshold, which was amazing. But then every time he got advantage, he was just like, ah, I'm just going to kill a couple of those two strain. <laughs> so <laughs> that was really, really a good mechanic that I think they, they kind of... The G mods, I, I never realized just how much fun those can be when until you really put them all into play. Yeah. So kudos to you, Chris, for making a character that had almost all... All the G mods in the book. I appreciate it. That's what he was. He was fun to make too. Uh, but the, the the adventure is a group of mercenaries go into the uh, Chrysalis factory facility to stop a rogue AI that was sending out all the crazy bioroids that tried to kill our characters in the other adventure. Yep. And uh, so it uh, had this big climactic ending where uh, <laughs> the party uh, had their EMP device. And they had a couple rounds to get away from it because the Eric, the uh, Eric Lamru, he was playing the. Uh, Who was he playing? Not uh, the face the guy. Looney. The Looney. face guy. The loony face guy. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Toonie. Toonie. Yep. Uh, he was playing him, and um, he uh, wanted to uh, make it a little bit adventurous, so he only set a three-round timer on the freaking bomb, (laughs) (laughs) giving everyone only three rounds to get to a minimum safe distance of a kilometer. So Daryl being a... With two of the group having cyber hearts. Yes, cyber hearts, which the CMP device would totally shut down any and destroy any electronic device, cybernetic device, bioroid, anything within a kilometer. 
So Daryl, being an expert of the system, knows how I am, says, hey, is there an EMP-shielded room nearby? And of course I'm like, there can be, holding on to the story points. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, throw one from the player's pool into the GM's pool. There's totally an EMP-shaded uh, room, because he had the schematics for the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so they all they had to do was try to get to this EMP-shielded room mm-hmm. just uh, precisely two rounds of movement away with bioroids trying to stop them. So yeah. it was pretty good. It, it, very climactic ending, and I think everybody liked it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was really fun. It really was. It really was. Well done, so, Tony. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Uh, now, the second game I ran... So that was Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. Thursday afternoon. Thursday so morning. Yes. Morning. Yeah, Thursday morning. morning. Right. Yesterday afternoon, I ran us through... Primordial Machina. Yeah, yesterday morning we did. Yep. Uh, and uh, what do you guys think of that? Did you did it get that Primordial Machina feel for you, Chris? Oh hell yeah, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It totally was. I mean, when you laid down that map and threw our characters on the that that ship, the airship, that, the airship that looked like a, a dragon, like a freaking dragon. dragon. Yeah, man. That was just that was cool. That was cool. That brought in there, and then your setup, your that that blurb you have. To describe the world, right? Because mm-hmm. Gary, he he wasn't familiar with it. No, and I don't new, think a few new players. A couple new players there. You yeah. read through it. A Colin. Colin. Yes, yes Colin. Colin joined Colin. us. Thank you, Colin. I don't know if you listen to this, but if you do, yeah. you rock, dude. <laughs> and um, just just your your setup, I was almost kind of closing my inner eye, just kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I what I picture. Well done, well done. That was really good. Really Steph, set it up well. Stephen, yeah. you were in that one. <clears throat> Yeah, I was. Uh, I've listened to your podcast like when you were talking before I joined the podcast. I was about uh, to say. Yeah. You know you're on it. <laughs> no, it's our podcast. <laughs> it's ours now. That's it. It's our podcast. But before I joined, mm-hmm. you started working on that uh, setting. Uh, so I remember some of that and just seeing the character sheets, which were really well done with the character portraits and the, the blurbs on the back. Cool. Get it, getting into the minds a bit of the characters. Mm-hmm. And sometimes trying to play off the motivations different characters uh, which also helps motivations were key there too, yes I think. some yeah, of them that helped. motivations but yeah even c- continuing the story you felt it and some of the characters like Sean his automaton was he played it very well as a noble <laughs> aristocratic automaton British accent kind of thing which is <laughs> yeah. a, a nice quirk the top hat <laughs> pinky it? out Drinking your That's drinking it. your cup of oil. Exactly. It's not just a typical. I'll, I'll play him like C three C three PO. No, no, no. Let's play him like a British gentleman. <laughs> so. Yeah. So you played Xander Cole, the yeah. fire amalgam fire gunslinger. Fire amalgam gunslinger. Was that? Uh, would that uh, give you that gunslinger feel? Was she kind of? Yeah. 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 Uh, with not just because she's a gunslinger, but she's fire amalgam. The personality, fiery personality. Her motivations were there as well. Carefree and stuff, and maybe not vindictive. Uh, what was her? Passionate, passionate or something like that. <laughs> so definitely, uh, you know, she wants to love and then be loved. So uh, and try to be flamboyant, of course. You know, just playing off of that world. But like you, buddy. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm gravitated towards that character, but even during my actions, trying to do moves, not just saying, oh, okay, yeah. I move from close to uh, to short or what, mm-hmm. from engaged to, to to short. No, I'm just tumbling and leaping on tables, and she's. Twirling around like you see in movies with the big long coat flowing all around. Oh yeah. So and shooting her guns off and yeah, being very uh, action oriented, which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty. You did a great cinematic. job with that. I yeah, think. I, th- I think you did. You did a great job, Tony, 
with the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I think you tied. So there were six characters. You tied two of them to, to kind of uh, you know so kind of paired them up a little pairs, bit yeah. in, in pairs. Then you had the overall bringing us into what the golden golden shard adventure golden shard company. adventure yeah. company. Yeah, which was great to kind of pull us in. I just had to flip over the character mm-hmm. and then read it. Colin was playing my other like the other um, the other pair, I guess, with mm-hmm. that right and. Him and I just kind of worked out just just within a moment or so. Just worked yeah. out this, and we're like, yeah, let's go with it. I think Colin did a great job playing the undead archaeologist right <laughs> yes. from the start. Yes. He's got this impatient instructor feel about him, where he's just get out of my way. I'm I've got things to do. Exactly. <laughs> or even if he didn't know the whole premise of the setting before that, he got into it. Was like, no, no, we have researched history here, and uh, this will be my costume for the ball. Like, we should look back history. This is one of the aspects of one of the ancient fey gods. <laughs> right, right. His costume for the ball. So yes. the premise behind the adventure mm-hmm. is that the, par- the party is invited to uh, the city of Calder, which is uh, a, volca- a city built in a volcanic caldera mm-hmm. um, that is in a fire manifest zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but the city is um, basically run by um, steampunk Nazis, undead Nazis. Always and, a good thing. Yeah. But an old friend or the original founder of the Golden Shard uh, Adventuring Company has invited them for a masquerade ball. So <laughs> there's a skill challenge right at the very beginning oh, yeah. where everyone has to go find parts and build costumes for the party. Yeah, was we great. arrived late, so all the costume shops were places that would... Help us. The that. party was that night. So yeah, you guys, yeah. So we're last minute, of course, fashionably late. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, we're, scrou- we're mm-hmm. rushing around, scrounging for for stuff, helping each other out. Sometimes, like, okay, I'll yeah. throw a booth there, or I find something that could help the other person with their costume as well as mine. That's right. <laughs> and that other person was uh, n- none other than Nerds International's own Genesis hater. Just kidding, Gary McCallum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gary, thanks for playing with us. Oh my uh, gosh. I th- I'm pretty sure he had a blast. I yeah. think so. He got right into it. He enjoyed the story. He said um, some of the mechanics. I mean, he he, was, he he had only played it like the one 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 or two times. He'd only played Star Wars. He'd never played Genesis. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Was, and then last year he was in my your Genesis oh, game. game. I'm sorry. Right. No, that's okay. Just a small but detail. I mean, again, it only took him just a few dice pools yeah. um, to put together. Um, and then once that happened, he realized that it's. That it's more—it's all story oriented. It's about yeah. the narrative, you know. Yeah, and that's that's great. I'm the glad. dice are a tool to enable the narrative. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Yep, yep. We talked to him a little bit about what the symbols mean. Tony went through that yep. and uh, the difficulties, and then we mostly tried to lay, leave leave him figure it out so we can learn. And yeah. it took a little bit of time, but after a couple of rolls, he was getting it. So yeah, it was. my favorite thing about Gary, what he was, the character he was playing, I designed that for one of our listeners, if any one of them had showed up. I had said I had one set aside, but I let Gary play it. Mm-hmm. And this one was designed to really challenge me as a GM. The player had a built-in signature spell that was a curse that, if you look in the curses, yeah. um, there's the one of the things that you can add to it that allows you to play with the GM's dice. <laughs> oh, my God. The, yes. the, the adversary's <laughs> dice. And so Gary would put it on the big bad... And I ended up with so many despairs. Oh my god! <laughs> Not only did we roll a few despairs, <laughs> Gary flipped a couple for well, us. There was two red dice, and at one point, so one of them came up in despair. And you know what? He flipped the other one to a despair. Yeah, <laughs> and I was... think that was the point where you were going to 
throw my character out of the dome of the mansion. <laughs> yeah. And here I'm thinking, so what I what I was playing, well, I was playing Opal Rain, uh, an Earth Amalgam um, Elementalist, okay? And uh, so, Spellcaster. And here I'm thinking, I he had rolled a despair, or I had rolled a despair, or whatever it was. And I'm thinking, huh, he's checking my character out. Sure hope he lets me use a utility spell to fly. <laughs> or else I'm done. <laughs> right? Or land softly. But then Sean had a great idea how to spend those dis- that despair. You used one to cut off his connection to the magic that he had. Yes. And I said, let's use the other one so that he impales himself on the glass ceiling that I had earlier shot at and destroyed. <laughs> Instead of so, throwing him off. So first of all, what character were you playing, kid? I was playing Old 77, a clockwork scoundrel who... Uh, Considered himself a bit of a fancy guy. Now this was a character, another character that this you made another for yourself. character I made for myself. Yes, <laughs> that was a nice choice. Hey, I must say, and the swirly, swirly mustache can't be fancy without a swirly mustache. You're right. <laughs> Fancied him a bit of a sharpshooter with his pistol. Nice. I, could, and, uh, I could imagine him twirling his mustache, even though it's just drawn <laughs> it was on. Just drawn on. <laughs> <laughs> he might sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think of the sharpshooter? How that play? Pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I, I found it really fun. Um, that I, one mechanic with how the sharpshooter worked with cover. The, that the, was my ambush mechanic, yes. Mm-hmm. That was actually, I found that rather fun to use. The first combat we got in, I used it. I quickly dove behind a sculpt, uh, statue and used it as cover and just popped out and would shoot at the guy and get a bit of extra damage. Mm-hmm. And that made our, di- our characters very different. He's using cover and just like basically sniping, whereas <laughs> I'm using two guns and just being very dramatic and hey, I'm right out here. Dual wielding and using the fan the hammer talent yeah. together, bang, which bang, bang, was bang, bang, amazingly bang. Oh, yeah. done. Yes. yes. And of course, asking for boost dice, even though I had four of them already. Because <laughs> oh, great. I love the color blue, apparently. That's right. Well, you had your mitt full of dice. There were four oh, yeah. blue dice. I'm like, hey, stuff. You should ask for boost. You should ask for boost. I was listening. So I, I hesitated. Like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> so it was a little thing that I did at the end. Okay, so originally I had this monster design. I had reskinned the Aimhole and Scion from the books, reskinned it to be kind of a older Elder yeah. Fey, tentacle ancient tentacle monstrosity. monstrosity. <laughs> and I was using one of my miniatures from uh, my Deep Madness game that I kickstarted back, and it's just all tentacles. And and while that was cool, yeah. when I was walking the marketplace Friday. Uh, here morning at con, yeah. here at the con Thursday morning or afternoon sorry at the con I saw a star spawn of Cthulhu um, <laughs> so I quickly retooled my monster that night I bought that miniature and when I put that on the table everybody's like oh shit Cthulhu God. Yeah, it took up a lot of space in that room. Yes, it did. Very little he room. Was, he was the entire center of the room. Pretty much. Yes, he was. The bat wings and the tentacle head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was tons of fun. You get somebody to paint that damn thing? Holy uh, crap. Yeah, I may hire my buddy nice. Zach to do that. Yeah. So mm, That'd yeah. be a sweet mini. All right. Sweet well, mini. That was great. I mean, that, 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 that story was really fun yeah. to play. It was different. It wasn't really a whole lot of... There was a bit of combat, of course, at the end, but just to lead up to it, the story, yeah. I don't know, really drew, drew in, drew a social in. counter encounter mm-hmm. to start with the yeah. inspect uh, the customs inspectors. Yep. So there's a social encounter to start, yeah. which we kind of freeformed. We didn't do like a full social encounter, no. but then we had the um, 
the kind of investive engage, investigative travel through the city where yeah. everyone's trying to pick up clues as to what is going what's on and why everyone's exactly. so we're being touchy. grasped and yeah. on edge. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Which we didn't That's really get fully into it, but it, there were but terrorists it, but it did, attacking the city. But it did set no one ever found out who the terrorists yeah. were, but right. which eventually came into play at the very end when she announced who you know the terrorists finally said what organization she was right. with. Oh, exactly. yeah. Which was the organization my character and um, Colin's character were kind of running away from. Yeah, on the like, run from. On the run, run, run from, we're like, all right, well, this is it. That was a nice tie-in. That was good. And what I like is that towards the, at the end, is like the last two initiative slots would have, could have been either, either me or Gary, and Tony made the great decision, like, let Gary you know, finish off, his character finish off the, the bad guy. Uh, yeah. I, I almost oh. say, like, oh, I'll take the next two initiatives. No, let, let's give it to Tony. Mm-hmm. Or, or Gary, yeah. Uh, Gary, sorry. Mm-hmm. And, and let him know do the big finale of what we play together all the time and, well, and yeah. gary's it was really gary's chance to exactly. shine yep. and cool. <clears throat> i had my moment so that yeah, you had a great well. moment in the in the party down below where you were on the table and fanning yeah. the hammer and shooting both guns and, and everybody in the room was just like holy shit she's a badass gunslinger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i was just looking at the talents i could combine this and this and wrap it <laughs> so quick yep. drop Quick draw, um, fan the hammer, uh, and a few others. Like, yeah, I can use all of these together, and my guns are accurate. Oh, there you go. I honestly <laughs> think Daryl made that character for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best friend, he knows awesome. you pretty well. No, exactly. One of the things I think, what it, just thinking about like that that party, you had a costume contest at the yes. party, and the way that you resolved it was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, first off, you gave us the. Um, Gave us boost dice on specific skills because we we succeeded at that skill challenge. Mm-hmm. But the way you had us resolve who got first, second, third place, you just had us do a simple check linked to our main skill with no difficulty, with no difficulty, with no, no difficulty and whoever got the most successes and advantage. It was just a competitive check. Yeah, and with yeah, competitive, competitive check, checks. you don't need difficulty in there to rule. Yeah, that was no. great. That was it, it. Was a good place to put it. Yeah, and it was, yep. yep. was three hundred, three hundred gold crowns to he who won the costume. That's right. Colin won it <laughs> with this end. huge yeah. ass roll. He had yeah. like seven successes and yeah, five I, advantage. I, thought I think I you had like, three. I thought three I, or four, right? Yeah, and a triumph, and the, but well, maybe not. Anyway, I, I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm ahead. So yeah, yeah, You're I'll, fine. Pro- I'll probably win. And then Colin says, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Six all successes and fifteen yeah. advantage. Yeah, so we got all <laughs> just about all the, all the advantages. So. Yeah, all the advantages. Anyway. <laughs> It was a lot, but <laughs> yeah. So those were my games, and uh, there there have been other games played at the con. We played mm-hmm. Starfinder last night. Chris ran for yep. us. What did you guys think of that? That was really fun. At first, I was a little uh, hesitant with it because one, it's a reskin of Pathfinder that can right. be a little tricky sometimes. It and was. the enemies we were facing were a little tougher, and they hurt us a lot. <laughs> That's Chris's dice rolling. He's a killer that GM. I can, I, I'm noticing that <laughs> GM. Well, <laughs> because it's not, Dungeons and Dragons. it's not Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> but as, as we went further in into it and we reached closer towards the end, I found it to be a lot of fun and uh, it was enjoyable. Good, good. Yeah, it was. I think it's enough of a reskinning. It's different enough from Pathfinder. Feels a little fresh. What do you think, though? <laughs> I got to play the old boogie bear. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem playing Boogie Bear. Yeah. I, so I played an unlifted, uplifted bear soldier, and uh, day I made him a bit of a, a bit of a redneck. 
And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I even played country music while playing, and I hate country music, so that's definite role playing right there. <laughs> yeah, you sacrificed a bit of your soul there. Uh, so yeah, no, I had a great time playing it. I I I knew I was going to enjoy playing in your game anyway because I played in your games before. Thanks. Um, but uh, Starfinder wasn't bad. Um, D twenty again, it felt like a you know, old school picking up a D twenty, rolling it. Yeah, didn't didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. It didn't it, it kind of stretched some old uh, some old tendons that hadn't been stretched. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. And for Stefan, Stefan, well, the first I, roll was a crit on you, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I joined last minute. I was like, oh yeah, sure. So spent a little time before the game creating my character. Went through the books. How was that? Quick. How, how, how was the character creation? I know you guys created, I, but you yeah. created yesterday. Well, I've been familiar with the D20 since, you know, 3rd edition mm-hmm. and then Pathfinder. Um, I have to admit, it's not my favorite system. <laughs> I enjoyed it because I've put my character in some some life into the character, obviously. It's yep. a good interaction. Uh-huh. But I find the system, I don't know, just character creation. You have your race, then you choose uh, your, your class, yeah, your like theme, theme, and then even with the, the, the class, you have to choose a uh, Another specialization within it, which I had forgotten. So I chose oh, that's true. You did. So that's right. all, all these other little things to, bits. to round out your character kind of thing. Then you have your skill points, then all the other bonuses in the gear. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I don't know. Uh, it's not Genesis, man. I know. It's not Genesis. We know it's not. I'm not comparing, I'm not comparing <laughs> it to Genesis either. Yeah, I'm one. just saying it's maybe too many fiddly bits yeah. uh, for me. Analysis uh, paralysis can be a real big thing. Yeah, you yeah. ended up playing a half orc, but yeah. you, and you never even touched all three of the alien archives. There's like no, forty five hundred playable races <laughs> in this game. I, I didn't want to get too much That's into right. it because I'm, you know, just one for for, for, for the, the one shot. Yep. I mean, uh, just stick to something fairly basic with the, the core book. I'll be fine. I'm, I don't. I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, <clears> some of the other players did. Touch on those books, so that's fine too. Yeah, yeah. I went They're for one of the newer that. ones. I went they for did. one of the uh, in Alien Archive Three. I played a Shimreen, a crystal guy. Mm. That's right. <laughs> and it was, uh, uh, I, this is one of the characters I've actually gotten a little more into, and I decided to use my uh, the inspiration of my voice for him was from Korg from Thor Ragnarok, right. and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a rock guy, right? <laughs> I got yeah, your ball. Yeah. I got your six balls. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And I'll, oh, Daryl. Daryl. Oh we all look at each other at the same moment because we immediately all think of Daryl. Yeah. Oh. So Daryl played a Tangomancer, gray alien. It was just a gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're little little gray dudes, you know, the gray aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did the Martian, Marvin the Martian voice for him. Combination of, yeah, Martian the Martian and uh, Roger from, Roger American, from uh, Dad. American Dad. Yeah, he's so. got the perverted nature yeah. of Roger and then <laughs> the voice, voice, voice of Marvin and oh my god, Daryl fucking it. had me pissing my pants laughing so hard. Now the alcohol helped, but Daryl <laughs> did. He stayed in that voice the entire time yeah. and it was just great. And then yeah, was. Even when the GM's not talking to him, he's turning to me and talking, oh, what's it going He's going to, uh, I don't know what he said, but, so front line is like, but with the voice, it's like, oh no, God. I know. I know. <laughs> and then the crate hit him when the bridge uh, exploded. Yeah. The crate, he's like, can I, uh, can I like, say that the crate was full of lingerie? Yeah. And Chris's yeah. like, sure. He's like, I'm tucking it into my uniform. <laughs> I'm taking a few pieces. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dude. 
whatever. <laughs> and then we had Matt Stark playing a space goblin in war, and that was oh, hilarious because he's just kit bashing everything. Yeah. And at the end of it all, somebody walks up and hands him grenades. Yeah. <laughs> and detonators. And detonators. Well, and he's just like, <gasps> his eyes get huge. He's like, this will not end well. Well, I random, first off, I randomly rolled who would be, would be given that stuff, but in hindsight, like, I just should have picked him off the start. <laughs> right. 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 He's like, yeah, yeah, that man, it's great. You guys got to cross the bridge before we detonated it and all this. Here's some grenades. And he's like, all right. <laughs> just that so she gonna... can show up later and go, mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. As things are on fire and blowing up. We, we uh, did have a bit of a, uh, a funny moment with... Uh, Boogie Bear having to carry the oh, yes. the gray Half and the, the goblin. <laughs> yeah, I carried him like a couple of toddlers in my arms as we were running. Uh, right, because because I had small. To, one of the things. So so one of the things I was playing while I was running, I was running Attack of the Swarm. It was an adventure path mm-hmm. for a Starfinder. They're new one. Basically, Starship Troopers. I mean, yeah. and that was the yeah. feel that I want to kind of get across. That they're running away from this horde of swarms, and a couple of them were just exhausted, couldn't go on, and. They were the two small characters. And then Tony looks at me, he's like, well, how much do they weigh? And I'm like, well, what would a bulk of a yeah, freaking small halfling size? I'm like, you sure, man. Bulk two, bulk three, can you fit it? Yeah, I'll grab them both. <laughs> <laughs> and I running, I'm like, whatever. In that moment, rule of cool, baby. Yeah, yeah keep just going. go with it. Just go up, with it. It ends up just being uh, Boogie and my character, Torch. Because you had like, to carry the half fork. I was half half for a bit. Roll again. It's like, no, no, he's exhausted. <laughs> well, if it would have been your character, your character was like 750 pounds. Yeah, nobody could have carried your hat. No, no you would have just been sorry. <laughs> You'd have been like warm for hey, hey, food. They might have confused me for uh, <laughs> just the uh, crystal sticking out of the ground. There you <laughs> go. Could have been. But yeah. All right. So that was that was. The How'd your tiny dungeon go, Stefan? Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. Um, tiny dungeon is a minimalist uh, rule system. Uh, tiny. Tiny D6 is a sort of they're, they're generic, and they have tiny dungeon specifically mm-hmm. for fantasy. Okay. And I, uh, I subscribed a couple of months ago to something called Dungeon and a Box, which is pretty cool. Every month you get a box, and it's, it's a sequel sequence of modules that follow each other. So I ran the, the first box, uh, Cavern of Peril. It's r- usually written for 5e, but uh, it's really simple to reskin it to simple creatures uh, for uh, for tiny dungeons. So I use wargs for wolves, uh, an ogre uh, or troll for an ogre instead and just remove some abilities. Cool. Went pretty well. The guys grunt the, the, the mechanics because it's all it's already really simple. Just 2d6 normally. If you have advantage 3d6. If you have disadvantage 1d6. And if you get a 4 or 5 that's a success. Okay. And I just use the house rule, the optional rule. If you roll 2 sixes or, or more critical. Nice. More nice. damage. And that's it's just, cool. You always do 1 point of damage no matter what the weapon is. So Very cool. Nice. Very simple, and things don't have tons of hit points. Like maybe five, six, eight hit points, twelve oh, maybe for the for the big ogre at the uh, at the end. But he's not that skilled; he's dumb. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, everyone had some great fun, and uh, they won. <laughs> awesome. That's right. Though they they had to fight a werewolf, even though they're like t- beginning characters. But luckily, the werewolf goblin. Um, 
was sitting on a treasure which had some silver silverware, <laughs> and they were using candelabras and dishes to, to, to finally <laughs> whittle them down. But their own weapons, like, oh, this is not working. <laughs> nice. Kind of Very nice. Yep. Very nice. Oh, and Matt's, Matt Stark was also playing in my game, and he was using his mount. He was uh, using um, the Chivalrous Knight uh, character, who has a mount uh-huh. companion. The mount he named Hippopotamus, which was... We, the joke was that the, the the actual character is Hippopotamus, the horse, and the knight is just a sidekick because he was rolling so much, <laughs> <laughs> so like skidding, almost like sliding and throwing the knight into the the bad guy, doing all these stunts. So he was using his mount very well. So the horse was the hero. Pretty much in some cases, definitely, almost like drifting. They like, oh okay, I'll use my horse to drift and then ram into the ogre. All right. That works. Uh, That's a very Matt Stark play. Yeah, there we go. I told him, all right, um, roll a standard check. You succeed. There you go. Boom. <laughs> awesome. Well done. Well done. Well, we still got two more days of con. So today, we got Star Wars uh, uh, from 3 to 7 p.m. Like I said, Joe Gill's going to join us. Colin's going to join us. I got Commander. three of you in it, and uh, let's see, Daryl and Matt. Daryl and Matt. And then mm-hmm. Tonight, we have Warhammer. Yes, mm, were you guys yeah. gonna make some characters? Well, fourth edition, all of you, edition. everybody, gonna make characters for Warhammer tonight. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna roll them randomly. Through. We'll roll them randomly. You guys could cherry pick. We're gonna go through character creation for that, and then I've got a little adventure that was created back in one of the first ones, back in like first or second edition, probably back in 1989, that they've reskinned for this. So, kind of a throwback to it, and um, we'll see how far we get. And more than anything, just introducing you guys to the system because I think it's a really slick, well done system. I think Excellent. the upgrade for that. We also played um, other oh, games on that some card games, card oh, games, yeah. board games, Spank the Yeti, uh, Choking Hazard. <laughs> Choking uh, out of all the game, games. new games you've played this year, which one was your favorite? New games, new board games, games card games. Uh, which one is the new one? Spank the Yeti, we had tried Choking Hazard mm-hmm. as well. Hero Realms. I did, I did Hero Realms. That, Hero that Realms, was that, that, that was that, cool. That Hero Realms, Realms is my favorite that new is? card game. I we had a lot of fun playing Elder Sign. We played Elder Sign. Elder Sign was my favorite. That was my favorite. That was definitely, we played off each other, which was, was nice. Oh, yeah. And I also played Heroes of Tyranoth. And I had a blast with that. I think that, that was, was yeah. my favorite. Just yeah. the way that plays out. one wrong, but if we play it again... Now we'll, we'll know more. Yeah, we so. might go out and play a couple games <laughs> yeah, this morning. Game. Yeah, I'm so good with that. Another one that uh, we all had a lot of fun playing. Oh, God. Epic Spell Wars. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I brought yes. the perverted version of Epic Spell Wars, which has magically transmitted diseases in it. Yes. MTDs. <laughs> MTDs. My favorite one is the Crotch Krakens. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I think Lots Chris loved the words. genital harpies. Yeah, I had all night for the entire game. <laughs> I think it's for, uh, the, what, is, what was the uh, little... The, the Clement? The, the, yeah. Everlasting. 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 So if you love a good perverted party game, that yeah. one would t- <laughs> takes the cake. Spank the Yeti. Also Choking Hazard. Those yeah. are all great, yeah. drunken, yeah, just amazing party Wrong games. on so many Clap levels. Trap. It's another <laughs> Clap Trap. We someone killed Matt's uh, Matt off. It could have been me. It was Stefan. Forced him to to pick one of the MTDs, which is in a nice little silken bag that looks, of course, like a ball sack. (laughs) (laughs) And you pick that 
that one, and I had to pick one too, but he picked the wrong one. <laughs> there you go. Done. Uh, that was, oh, wow. that was so yeah. funny when you killed him with that. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, it's uh, it's right. Wizard, not Matt. Matt's no, still no, no, alive. No, no, no. Yeah. Right. Right, 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 right. No, no, no. You, <laughs> you kill characters, you don't kill, you don't That's kill right. players. That's right. But after tonight at the con, then tomorrow we're going to go see the Joker. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have a good time with that. I hear people are getting upset and walking out of theaters. Oh, great. Watching really? it because it's so traumatic. So mm. great. That'll be great because I love a good traumatic movie. That's right. I'll go home on my flight. I'll probably... <laughs> Twitching. Good thing right, first sir? class. Yeah, I'll have that. I'll have that rum and... I'll have that Jack and Coke and make it a double. Plenty, plenty of room to have your nightmare shakes while you're sleeping on the plane. That's right. <laughs> All right, so the one last thing I wanted to discuss in our show uh, was we discussed, we sat, three hosts sat down um, yesterday, and we had a long talk about the future of our show. So we've got some interesting things coming down the pipe, um, and we can tell you guys about them a little bit. So next year, starting oh, I'm January... I'm not being thrown off the show, sorry. No, no, no. In fact, he's being more included. Yes. <laughs> um, so next year, starting, our format's going to switch up a little bit. A little bit, yep. yeah. Um, still every two weeks. Still every two weeks, but the first of the two week cycle, we're going to be doing our normal show content. Then two weeks later, we're going to then do an actual play, live plays. So one all shot. three of us plus usually an extra guest. Yep, and we're going to start off the first one with probably our favorite game and oh, Daryl. Daryl. Oh yeah. Yep. Definitely. And then we go back to a, a, our, our regular show content for uh, the second two weeks or the second month, and then we're gonna do we're gonna do an interview show with somebody who's put content up on the uh, Genesis Foundry. Yep. Um, um, everybody we, seemed to love the Keith Kappel show, so absolutely. we're probably gonna continue to do that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and in this way we'll be able to stretch out the content that. FFG is giving us a plethora of yes. as sarcasm drips from my lips, <laughs> but you know, I mean, yeah, we're going to be getting the you know the expanded players guide GM screen, and then next year, you know, KeyForge. So there's some stuff coming up, but we yeah. wanted to stretch that content out and do a couple different things. Yeah, we have a few people who've expressed interest in coming on the show. So other than Keith, so yeah, yeah. we'll ask them and uh, schedule some time. So if you're a listener, you got something on the Foundry, and you want us to bring you on to talk about your product, and you haven't already told us about it, send us an email, finding the narrative, gen, uh, finding the narrative podcast at, at gmail.com, uh, and and let us know that you want to come on the show and talk about it. We'll put you on our tentative schedule. Now, mind you, we're only going to get to one person every two months. So yep. it's only six of you that's going to be gotten in the next year. Right. But um, we'll, 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 we'll see if we can fit you in. Yeah. Most um, definitely, yeah, because everything you all are creating, we truly appreciate it. As you can tell from our 50 Pieces of Awesome segment, that's just a way of thanking all of you for your hard work, your love of the system, your yeah. love of gaming, and just sharing it with us. And this is another another way that we can do it and help you guys out. Right. <clears throat> so look forward to that starting in 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to continue with our uh, upcoming shows. We've got uh, we've got one more of our setting spotlights coming up. Tannhauser. Uh, we've got a couple of shows about our new setting that we're doing, uh, Tales of the Epsilon Eclipse. Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, yeah, and then um, I did want to do something here. Uh, we're, we don't have an official 50 Pieces of Awesome, but I want to give one out myself. I haven't done it yet. I've been sitting on all my 50 Pieces of Awesome because... <laughs> Well, quite honestly, I'm going to give them to Chris what? for 
creating my Genesis characters in GM Binder. They are freaking beautiful. Everyone loved the characters, buddy. Oh, thanks, they man. They looked you great. You did a fucking hella job, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Appreciate right, it. So, Anytime, man. Have, um, I, I enjoy doing those, and they do look pretty awesome, don't they? Yeah, Holy those, shit. They look amazing. Those character yeah. sheets were awesome. They yeah. were easy to read. You exactly. knew what sections to look in for your information you needed. Mm-hmm. And a few Good. little mistakes here and there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a couple of mistakes on my character sheet. I know I missed yours. But I think we tweaked that. I, I liked the layout of it all that, that we worked through. Last year, when we did them for the two-page character sheet for the win, <laughs> that's right. And especially for the new character, the new players, it was easy for them because the skills already had the icons of green and yellow dice, so yeah. they already knew it's instead of numbers. Mm. Figure mm. trying to figure it out, but yeah, all right. yeah. I have my archery or archery or range skill. All right, it's three yellows and a green. There we go. That's right. Yep. When I got it right. right. And so, I yeah. think... <laughs> no, just he, he missed a, the agility on all my weapon attack skills, so I had to... But your other, the, the other skills else, were just fine. Everything else is fine. <laughs> you, were just, whoops. you just cut my agility down to three for all my skills. <laughs> so for your experience, so you can deal with you it. You can yeah. figure that out. I, 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 been I noticed it right away, and I was like, oh, hey, let's fix well, that. There we go. So that's our pretty much it. We're going to shut down, go into the outro, and we'll get on out of here. Yeah, man. Yep. All right. Well, that's our show. Yes, one of our really short ones. But, you know, live from the con here, Con and the Cub, I want to give a shout-out. We want to give a shout-out to all of the nerds on Nerds International. Their blogs, the podcast, the guys showing up. Um, another shout-out to Joseph. Gil Joseph, for here. yes, yeah. thanks for meeting us, buddy. Yeah, yeah, man, that's great. Drove all the way to Pittsburgh, brought his family. From, yeah, from Pittsburgh. South, from, from Pittsburgh, and he's, uh, you know, they're having fun today. Yeah. And uh, let's see, what do we got, Stefan? What's coming up? Coming Reminders. Up, we've got in November, uh, memor- not memor- Memorial Day? No, not Memorial Day. Late, uh, Late. Veterans Day weekend. Veterans, Veterans Day, Day, sorry. Veterans Day weekend, the uh, 8th to the 11th, we've got NivCon, the Nerds International Virtual Con, where you we have our website, uh, or MeWe, there's a link to the website. You can register games, sign up for games. Uh, mm-hmm. All weekend is 24 hours. You know, yep. So depending on your time zone, you can set up games. I'll have the links in the show notes. You can look at yep. the bottom of the show notes for that. Yep. You exactly. do not have to be a member of Nerds International nope. to play. You do not have to be a member to run a game. No, you can nope. use any platform you want, whether it's Fantasy Grounds, just Discord, Skype, uh, no, no VTTs at all. Just use you know your own... Uh, Honor system, that's fine too. Yep. Link will be in the show notes. Um, I'm running Kung Fu Panda on the sun, <laughs> Sunday the 10th. Um, skadoosh. Yeah, skadoosh. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I know Jamie's running the Force Awakens beginner game. He's got some Legion games. I think that's all that's up there now. We really need people to come on and run some games. And I'd love for Genesis to outnumber the Savage World 6 to 1. So if you guys got to want to run a game, and you think you're, you know, you think you want to find the time to do it that weekend? Come on, yep. Sign up. Yep. Yeah, you'll, there are plenty of players that'll sign up. Yep. For exactly. sure. And share the share your links once you put your game up there. You know, get some the word out and get players to uh, to sign on. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So you can contact us uh, at finallynarrativepodcast@gmail.com. You can get a hold of me and Stefan and Facebook at Finding the Narrative. 
You can get a hold of just Stefan at FTN underscore Genesis on Twitter. Yep. And we're all, as well as the Nerds International guys, we're all on uh, MeWe as Finding the Narrative and Nerds International. So this is Tony saying, what remember say? to roll them bones. <laughs> and this is Stefan <laughs> saying, don't forget to ask for those blue dice because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is Chris saying, remember the rule of cool and just have fun. Thank you, and good night. have a good night. And Sean, what do you want to say? Fuck you, Tony. Stay frosty. There we go. <laughs> oh, which we are. <laughs> All right. Adios. Stop. Finding the Narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast, is not affiliated with or endorsed by any companies mentioned in this show. Any of the products mentioned on our show or appear on our website are the property and copyright of their respected owners. All items are used under fair use and educational and review purposes. All other items are the intellectual property of Finding the Narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.